1: This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You
2: work for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie
3: V, you're on the air with The nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez.
2: What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, and this is a special presentation, hour number two of my guest hosting appearance on The Mark Levin Show. I don't want you to miss it because we talked about so many critical issues from Abraham Lincoln to the connection with General Milley in China and so much more. Hour two, Mark Levin Show, starts right now. All right, America, welcome back. Hour number two. I am Rich Valdez. Valdez with an S in for the great one tonight. Uh, wishing all of our Jewish brethren tomorrow a happy. I believe I said that right. I grew up in Brooklyn. Lots of Jews in my neighborhood. It was a Jewish neighborhood for the most part. So I remember seeing uh, all of my Jewish neighbors coming out. with the. I think this is the holiday where they would carry the gourd and whatnot. So um, felicidades, as we say in Spanish, to everybody out there celebrating. And, of course, a big early happy birthday shout-out to the great one Mark Levin tomorrow. And Mark will be back this week. Now, our telephone number is 877-381-3811. I talked a little bit about Abraham Lincoln's Lysine address in Chicago, Illinois, or in Springfield, Illinois, excuse me, on January twenty seventh, eighteen thirty eight, and there's a lot of things that he describes, and he talks about how you know we the American people find our account running under the date nineteenth century, the Christian era, and he goes on, and, and he talks about what a great time it was, but how it changed, and how we've legally inherited what these what what we have in America. And then he asks a, a critical question. He says, at what point then is the approach of danger to be expected? Because he says, you know what? Foreign enemies won't take us out. But it's enemies right here in America. Death by suicide. America dies by destroying itself. That will take us out. And he says, at what point then is the approach of danger to be expected? And Lincoln says, I answer. If it is ever to reach us, it must spring up amongst us. It can't come from abroad. If destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be the author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. And he goes on, I hope I'm not overweary. But if I'm not, then there is even now something of ill omen amongst us. And right now, the ill omen that I feel in my gut... Well, it's a lot of things. Obviously, it's the economy. It's Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden and the Democrat Party to start with Joe El Baboso Biden. But he's not always a baboso, right? Sometimes he's actually, you know, like a un bandido. He's like a bandit. He's getting over on us. He's doing things he shouldn't do. And right now, one of the things that I think is is wreaking havoc on us that we talked about, and I just want to put a pin in it before we move on, is the southern border. And there's a literal crisis at the border. And Jen back Pasaki, you know, she, she doesn't care. She doesn't care about what's happening at the border. She doesn't care that there are uh, migrants illegally crossing into the country that are not even being screened for any type of health disorder, whether they have one or not. They're not being offered any the same The same that you and I are being afforded, right? Like, hey, you're going to lose your job. Hey, there's a mandate. Hey, you can't eat at a restaurant. Hey, this can't happen, right? All sorts of things happening for the law-abiding person. But the person that's breaking the law seems to get away with everything. Sounds like guns, honestly. But that's Jen Pasirko back Pasaki. And her response to why nobody's getting checked at the border, well, because they're just passing through. Listen to this. Question
4: about what's going on at the border. Is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas, and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test?
5: Well, first of all, I can re, re- I can readdress for you or re talk you through what that steps the, we take.
4: The policy for people who fly into the country. So, if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card?
5: Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals like as individuals come across the border uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are. the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's but the same here. thing. The it's country? not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42 specifically because of COVID, because we want to prevent a scenario where large numbers of people are gathering, posing a threat to the community and also to the migrants themselves. So those are the policies that we put in place um, in large part because, again, the CDC continues to recommend Title 42 be in place given we're facing a global pandemic.
2: Oh, snap. Oh, well, then I stand corrected, Jen circle Back pasaki Silent P, of course. Because then it's okay, right? It's all right. That f- Section 42B says, hey, if you're coming into the country illegally and you're promised to only hang out for a little bit, then you don't need the vaccine. So can I just make this announcement to all of America? All of America, I am an illegal immigrant. I am an illegal immigrant, and I want all of the rights and privileges thereof. I want my children to go to college for free. I want all the freebies in the world. Right? Imagine if we all did that as American citizens. This is just so bizarre. And this is what Lincoln was talking about when you have a government that's run by these unscrupulous people. And when Peter Doocy, great shout out to him, by the way, he does a terrific job. And, And I think, you know, if he gets tired of being a journalist, he should run for Congress, because I think we need that type of accountability holding in the White House, in Congress, in Washington overall. He's sharp, he's quick-witted, he, he it comes very naturally to him to just push back and say, but why are we doing that? But why? But why? And if not, just stay in the media, because we need you there, too. But he talked about Del Rio, Texas. And what he's talking about is yesterday, the mayor of Del Rio, Texas, was put on the spot and started to kind of pour his heart out a little bit. You know, the violin started to play about how things are so bad where he is. And then he, you know, kind of tightened it up and said, well, I think the White House should know what's going on, because it's important that they know, and this has to be done in the sake of transparency. And that is the uh, mayor in Del Rio. His name is uh, Bruno Lozano. Listen to this. Have you heard from him or his office or vice president's Not office? Not directly from the vice president or uh, president's office, unfortunately. Um, I have been just trying to spread the dire situation here. Um, right now, because of the conversation I had with, with Secretary Marcos, I, I now feel that that his office is fully aware of the situation here happening in real time. And would you want them to visit here? I, I It's... I know that I was speaking about visiting. I think I think the public needs to know about the transparency, what's happening in the the city of Del Rio, Texas. And I just feel that the White House definitely needs to address and address the situation in real time and let the American people know what's happening at their southern border. That, my friends, is a Democrat that's saying, look, don't make me have to say this again to the media in a little bit more nasty fashion. Right. You don't want them to use words like crisis. A humanitarian crisis on steroids. You don't want him saying something like that, because when Democrats say things like that, it gets really bad and the media might turn on you. But Republican Representative Tony Gonzalez in Texas yesterday on CNN, that's exactly what he said. And he said, this is a humanitarian crisis on steroids. Kudos to him for telling the truth. Listen to this. What are the conditions you've seen?
1: It's it's gut-wrenching. You know, it's a humanitarian crisis on steroids. You know, over 8,000 migrants under this bridge. It is hot outside. Uh, There there are only, uh, you know, a handful of porta-potties out there. You have children. You have a lot of single uh, males as well. Border Patrol agents are doing everything they possibly can, and they deserve uh, our thanks for that. But this is beyond a breaking point. This is something that needs to be taken seriously now. Time is running out. Everyone is tired. Uh, In South Texas, in Texas in general, we feel abandoned by the administration. Put the politics aside, come together and let's solve this.
2: So I heard a report earlier, you know, we have the congressman saying that this is beyond the breaking point. We have the Democrat mayor saying, well, you know, I haven't heard directly from Biden or Vice President, but I have heard from Secretary Mayorkas and he has allayed my fears. Oh, wow. So if you can feel good after a conversation with Mr. I'm not saying don't come, just don't come now then you're on a different level than I am because uh, he would not allay any fears that I have. All right, this is uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. I think he's he's doing a horrific job. We just heard a report a little while ago that says that they may be airlifting some of these thousands of migrants uh, that are crossing illegally into into Texas that are from Haiti. And there's a specific focus on the ones coming from Haiti for whatever reason, I don't know. And that they may airlift them. So they're going to airlift people back to Haiti because they're overwhelming the system, but they won't do any more airlifting from Afghanistan. And if you're from Central America, no problem, you're good. But if you're Cuban, like Alejandro Mayorcas is, then stay home, right? Because that's what he said. He said, don't don't come across the, the, um, the, the ocean. Just stay home. It's too dangerous. Just, it's not dangerous crossing the Rio Grande, of course, where I've seen video of little kids that are, look like they're passing out, whether it's from dehydration or being drugged. And they're like, who are these people? Oh, these aren't my kids. I found them along the way. I brought them along the way. I, I've seen countless videos like this. That's what's going on. So he says that we're beyond the breaking point, And even CNN is chiming in. Right. This is from yesterday. Laura Jarrett, a host on CNN. She says that border officials are at this breaking point right now. And yes, it is a humanitarian crisis on steroids. And when CNN is saying that, man, you know, things are bad. Check this out.
4: And nearly 10,000 migrants who arrived at the southern U.S. border in Texas in just the last 48 hours. Look at this. They're living under a bridge this morning and thousands more are expected to arrive in the coming days. One local sheriff Worries federal and local authorities are reaching a breaking point and a congressman from Del Rio, Texas, calls it a humanitarian crisis on steroids.
2: That it is. And I can tell you this crisis isn't brand new. It's one this is one of those crises that needs to be managed, right? It's a tension. It's one of those things you can't just always fix. Trump fixed it. But it came back because of Biden's incompetence, because of Biden's babosadas, Joe L. Baboso Biden messed this up, just like he's messed up everything. He's got like the opposite touch of King Midas. Now we're in really bad shape, getting criticism left and right from all over the place. Even former Obama people are criticizing the Biden administration, saying, look, we have to have control of our borders. I mean, the Obama version of Alejandro Mayorkas. Jay Johnson, he says, look, we, we got to do better. We have to control our borders. Listen to this. They also want us to control our borders. We have to get control
1: of our, our borders. 200,000 a month is a lot of people. DHS just released the numbers for August. It's 200,000. August yeah. is typically a month where it's very low. And those kinds of numbers and the images you just Showed your audience uh, s- saps the ability; it overwhelms the ability of DHS, the Border Patrol, ICE, to cope with uh, the the incoming. It saps the communities on the border. It saps Catholic charities uh, that are there doing their best to clothe and clothe and feed the migrants, and so. And and the recent decision of the U.S. District Court in Washington that DHS and HHS can no longer invoke the public
2: health exception to send people back to Mexico only complicates matters. It definitely complicates matters. Having Biden in the White House complicates matters. Having Jen Psaki continually say things like, hey, where's Kamala Harris, the vice president? Oh, I don't know. We haven't heard from her. But, you know, she's busy trying to address the root cause. So somebody breaks into your car in your driveway or you get mugged in your own neighborhood and you call the cops and you're like, hey, there's crime all over the streets. And the cop says, listen, listen, we're taking care of this. We're trying to address poverty right now. If people aren't broke, they won't rob you. Take it easy. We're trying to address the root cause. Are you kidding Come on. These people are out of their mind. Straight ahead, we're going to get into what's going on. The result of all of the COVID that's coming in, a bunch of governors, they're saying, listen, 26 governors, as a matter of fact, saying enough is enough. There's a lot going on right now. Don't move a muscle. I am Rich Valdez sitting in for the great. This is America. This is America. All right, America. Welcome back, Rich Valdez. I am the host of This Is America with Rich Valdez, heard on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast, make sure you subscribe, check me out on social media at Rich Valdez with an S. Some of you guys know me as Mr. Callscreen. I will just as a quick caveat, real quick, uh, quick aside, I want to uh, A apologize for the national anthem. That is a tradition that is reserved for the great one Mark Levin. That is a tradition he created, so it's reserved for him. And if you want to blame somebody, you blame the executive producer rich menta uh he's the bad guy here not me <laughs> i wanted to put that out there and i also want to check in with some of the americans that are calling in from all across the country we got calls from michigan new york city pikesville maryland brooklyn new york springfield virginia and long horse florida let's go to um either gerson or Herson in michigan what's on your mind brother what do you want to say oh hi there hey what's going on
3: well, uh first of all, thank you very much for taking my call. It's uh it's an honor and a privilege. I cannot thank you enough. This is uh this is definitely put uh a smile on my face and uh check the item from my bucket list. Oh,
2: man. you're too <laughs> uh, kind. And so is it is it Gerson or Herson?
3: Uh it's it's Gerson. Well, I'm Gerson. okay. <laughs> we'll uh, meet in the my middle. Name is
2: so tell me what's going on yeah. before we run out of time.
3: Okay, well, uh, I'd like to uh, report uh, our our feckless governor, Gretchen Whitmer, who's literally killing people by not providing well, hold medication. On a second.
2: What are we saying here? That she's denying COVID treatments, so vis a vis holding back treatments is hurting people. It-
3: Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly what she's doing. She's she she went as far as signing a memo preventing doctors in clinics from prescribing uh, the the medication that has been curing people all over the world. Sure, uh, uh, medication that was uh, medication this that uh, you know we have we we seen that help people all over the world like. Uh,
2: um, um, well, you I'd know, go. Herson, I, Let me just jump in real quick and thank you so much for the call. You know, it's interesting because I just looked at an article today. It's from last week, but it, it's coming out of Idaho, of all places. Big shout out to all of our listeners in Idaho. And it's not so much about the the pros or cons of these these um the benefits of drugs like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, but it's about how ivermectins disappeared from pharmacies because of there's the demand for it, right? There's such a high demand for it that they just can't keep the shelves stocked in iver, of Ivermectin in pharmacies. And this in particular in Idaho, which I thought was interesting because, you know, we used to rely on a free market and we used to, to pay attention to the things that worked. And it seems like we're we're in bizarro land. Now we're in a place where what was no longer is. And I, th- I think we can't necessarily turn back the hands of time but we can, to steal a phrase from Donaldus Magnus El Trompito, the 45th president of these United States, El Presidente, we can say we do need to make America great again. Or make it better. Make it, you know, greater than it was. And I think we can do that collectively, but we can't do that collectively by allowing Democrats to just have free reign in everything from the government to our schools to our media. This is America. This is America. In times like these, it's so important that we focus on the facts. I always tell you to focus on the facts. I think you hear that everywhere you go, and that's because facts are irrefutable. It's the bottom line. It's the real deal. And in times like this of uncertainty, we need to rely on the facts. I get my facts from JustFacts.com. That's F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com. Go to JustFacts.com and sign up for their newsletter. JustFacts.com forward slash rich. Just put my name in there and you'll get it for free. Justfacts.com slash rich. This is America. All right, America, welcome back. Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S on all the social media. And speaking of social media, the great one Mark Levin is on Getter. If you want to follow the great one Mark Levin, check out Mark Levin's account on Getter, G-E-T-R-R-R. Uh, excuse me, G E double T R. I messed that one up. And he's at Mark Levin Show, at Mark Levin Show on Getter. I'm at Rich Valdez on all the social media, so feel free to give us a follow. And the phone number is 877-381-3811. I'm checking in with you guys periodically. Now, we want to talk about this uh, COVID crisis. Some of it is in response or the result of what's happening at the border. And we want to look at some of the hypocrisy, right, that's out there because the, you know, at least uh, the Republicans that are out there saying, look, I don't want to wear a mask. Many of them, you know, I don't want to do, you know, so you can't say they're being duplicitous because they've kind of told you up front the truth, but... There's a lot of hypocrisy out there, including the Seth Rogen stuff. If you haven't heard it, we're going to get to that in a little bit. The AOC stuff we'll get to a little bit later. But right now, I want to go to Joe El Baboso Biden. Right before he left for his um swinging soiree in Delaware, his little vacation that he's on uh, until tomorrow when he comes to Manhattan. And by the way, Manhattan's already a zoo. Traffic is crazy in the city uh with the U.N. General Assembly. He got all the globalists in town ready for their annual meeting and Joe El Maboso Biden will be joining them. He had some words for us, some words of wisdom, um, trashing some GOP governors. I want you to listen to this. But we're facing a lot of pushback, especially from some of the Republican governors.
1: The governors of Florida and Texas are doing everything they can to undermine the life saving requirements that I propose. And some of the same governors attacking me are
2: in states with the strictest vaccine mandates for children attending school in the entire country. Now, hang on a second before we go on. This is very, very classic Biden. These are the same people attacking me. This is that, that, and this. hairy uh, <laughs> legs. The, the problem here is that every time somebody disagrees with what Joe Elbaboso Biden says, it's somehow an attack on him. This is not an attack on you. This is people saying, look, I do not want you to tell me what I have to forcefully put in my body. Number one, I do not want you to tell me that I have to put a mask over my child's face. This is a big deal to a lot of people. Because for some younger kids up to third grade, they can't see lips moving and mouths moving. They don't learn how to make sounds correctly. And I just learned that recently. Uh, I had no idea that that was a thing, part of the developmental phase of of a young uh, student. So I think Joe Biden's mischaracterizing the pushback that he's getting. But let's continue. Children are required to be vaccinated against measles, mumps,
1: rubella, chickenpox, hepatitis B, polio, tetanus, and more. These are state requirements. But in the midst of a pandemic that has already taken over 660,000 lives, I propose requirement for COVID vaccines, and the governor of that state calls it, quote, a tyrannical type move. A tyrannical type move. This is the worst kind of politics, because it's putting the lives of citizens of their states, especially children at risk. And I refuse to give into it.
2: You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and break out a chart like I'm on the Fox News channel and I'm one of those chart guys. I wish I had one of those at my disposal right now, though. I will say the numbers just don't add up, right? The numbers aren't there. Little kids are not leading the pack in mortality. Everybody knows it. Joe Biden is full of it. So many of these Democrats are full of it. This is the problem. And I, again, preaching to the choir. I know you guys know this stuff. But every day, this show is a massive show and it grows. Being the second largest conservative talk radio show in America, the Mark Levin Show, it is no surprise that there's always a new listener. So we have to clarify things and let people know and break things down sentence by sentence sometimes to prove and show and illustrate why everything he's saying is so fake and phony and fraudulent like Bob Grant used to say. Now, Another duplicitous, dare I say, fraudulent uh, and uh, hypocritical politician is the mayor of San Francisco. Now, San Francisco, obviously, a lot of people coming out of San Francisco are fake phony frauds. But... London Breed. That's the name. I know whenever they said there's somebody named London Breed. That's weird. That sounds almost like London Broil. Hi, I'm London Broil. I'm a steak. Hi, I'm London Breed. I'm a mayor. Anyway, it's okay to not wear my mask because Tony, 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 yep, the musical group was performing. So she said, hey, why not? What the heck? Check this out.
6: And I think it's sad that um, this is even a story. Um, The fact is, um, there was something that was really uh, monumental that occurred. And that is Tony, 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 (laughs) the original members, the brothers, Rafael Sadiq and Dwayne Wiggins, who have not performed in public for, I believe, at least over 20 years. They are just really... Um, some of the most incredible artists in the history of this country and the Bay Area in particular and the fact that that is getting lost here is very unfortunate, not to mention the incredible trumpeter Maurice Mobetta Brown who is just phenomenal, these incredible musicians who performed and who really uplifted the spirits of not just myself but all the people who were there.
2: Okay, so if you're coming across the uh, the border illegally as, you know, a guest of Joe Biden's in America at his invitation and Secretary Mayorkas, you don't need any COVID vax. You don't need anything because, well, you're not staying long. If you're the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed, well, something monumental was happening. The legendary group Tony, Tony, Tony was performing. Oh, my gosh. Listen, I like Raphael Sadiq. I grew up listening to this stuff, too. And I, I listened to it in New York, not in the Bay Area in particular, she says. But then she goes on to say their incredible trumpeter, Maurice More Better, uh, Mo Better Brown. She doesn't even know who these people are. It's like she's reading off a card, like one of Biden's little cards. And this is why she didn't wear her mask, be, because... There was a musical group that she's a fan of. Now, listen, if I said that, they would say, you know, uh, conservative talk radio producer, radio host and uh, podcaster Rich Valdez has been caught not wearing a mask, not wearing a mask at the uh, Wu-Tang Clan concert in Staten Island. Uh, Of course, they'd come at me and be like, no, 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 no. up against the wall, bro, shaking me down. But no, she's saying, look, obviously, this is how that goes. Now, listen, it gets better. She uh, defends Her violation of her own mask mandate. Listen to this.
6: And from my perspective, you know, I was there, I was eating, and I was drinking, and I was sitting with my friends, and everyone who came in there was vaccinated. So the fact that we have turned this into a story about being maskless, no, I'm not going to sip and put my mask on, sip and put my mask on, sip and put my mask on, eat and put my mask on. While I'm eating and I'm drinking, I'm going to keep my mask off. And yes, in the end time, while we're drinking, like everyone else there, we were all having a good time. And again, all vaccinated. So the fact that this is even a story is sad.
2: So the fact that she's even a mayor is sad, that she sits there and talks to reporters that way. Listen, I don't mind that she gives the reporters a hard time, Uh, but... Her excuse, her rationale, useless to me. Now, listen, if you say that because you're eating, how many times have we not heard that? And I'm not going to pin that on her uh, falsely. I've seen it all over Instagram and Twitter and sometimes not everything you see is real, but countless videos. Of people that are eating and getting harassed by flight attendants, people that are on a train or whatever, taking a sip of something. People have gotten out of, uh, all out of sorts about this time and time again. But when it's convenient for her to say, oh, well, you know, I was eating and drinking. Now, many people are going to say, listen, the entire time I'm at a sporting event, I'm eating and drinking. I'll buy one hot dog after the next, even if it costs me 600 bucks for the night at many sporting places. That's what they charge, you know, 47.90 for a hot dog and a beer. That they're going to do that all night just to be able to to benefit um, themselves in doing that. So to me, this is a, it's a nonsensical thing. And she's put herself out there on the record now, saying, "Look, I'm not going to do the mask up, mask down, blah blah blah." That people are getting tackled for and videotaped for and ridiculed for. So I think this is clearly a case of Democrat hypocrisy. But we've seen all of that before, and that's how it is. Now, the funny part here is I'm not the only one criticizing her. My least favorite Australian from CNN, Brianna Keeler, she, um, she took exception to this, and she actually called her to the carpet saying that Mayor London Breed, well, she should know better. Listen to this.
4: To be clear, that is not what's at issue here, whether she sips and puts a mask on, takes a bite and puts a mask back on and so on. The issue is that she was indoors, not eating, not drinking, close to people, Without a mask on, yes, vaccinated in this minute long video, there is no active eating or drinking. And the order is clear about that. Even for vaccinated people, masks on. The mayor is supposed to lead by example, and she knows this because she caught major flack last year when she didn't. The San Francisco Chronicle reported that Breed attended a birthday party at the three-star Michelin restaurant, The French Laundry, with seven others back in November, just days before San Francisco rolled back the reopening of indoor dining. And despite state guidelines that strongly discouraged social gatherings, capping them at three households, it is unclear how many households were present at that party dinner, the paper said.
2: Ah, we, oui, we oui, French Laundry. Well, that's what it is. So when the Dems call themselves out, I guess we can call that accountability. And, and you know, kudos... I don't really want to say kudos to Brianna Keeler, but yeah, kudos to Brianna Keeler for, for calling out Mayor London Breed for her fake phony fraudness on this stuff, because she's right. It wasn't about that. It wasn't about Tony, Tony, Tony. It wasn't because you were chewing. It was because you weren't wearing a mask because you're a fake, you're a phony, you're a fraud. Anyway, don't move a muscle. We're going to get to your calls. We're going to wrap up this COVID stuff. We're going to move into China. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the duplicity with the the emmy awards that happened yesterday and it's funny i i I woke up i started looking at the news and i saw the biggest winners and losers you know all that coverage that they do and i thought there was an award show last night (laughs) that's how much of a blip it was anyway uh we still have a lot to go hour three is coming straight ahead so do not move a muscle don't touch that dial i am rich valdez valdez with an s this is america In times like these, it's so important that we focus on the facts. I always tell you to focus on the facts. I think you hear that everywhere you go, and that's because facts are irrefutable. It's the bottom line. It's the real deal. And in times like this of uncertainty, we need to rely on the facts. I get my facts from JustFacts.com. That's F-A-C-T-S, JustFacts.com. Go to JustFacts.com and sign up for their newsletter, JustFacts.com forward slash rich. Just put my name in there and you'll get it for free
0: Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at Woodhouse.com.
2: This is America. All right, welcome back. Rich Valdez sitting in for the great one. 877 381 3811. Mike in Longhorse, Florida. What's going on, Mike? You're on with Rich Valdez.
1: Um, Sir Rich. Now, I served a lot of years in the military and I swore an oath. Thank you, sir. To uh, Congress in, in uh, the United States and that. Now, if, if I was to disobey those, say, orders or whatever to uphold the law of the Constitution, I'd be in Leavenworth, I'd get fired from my job. You know, in the military. Mm-hmm. So if these uh, congressional people, they do the same thing as I did. They sign oath and they swear to it. Why are they hurting America and not get, getting getting fired from their position
2: or um, getting, you know, something happened to them? Uh, a right. Why is there no accountability? Why does nothing happen when they agree to do something and don't do it or they say, hey, we're going to make things better and they make things incredibly worse. Well, the reality is th- this is politics and, and it's unfortunate but, you know, when they wrote the Constitution they they put so much value on virtue and as they put the value on virtue as we become less virtuous as a society, these are the problems that we run into. We have issues where you have people that say, well, I'm a righteous dude and I'm running for government office, whichever one, Congress, executive branch, judicial branch, whatever you have and, they end up doing whatever they want to do. They become self-serving and there's a lot of self-dealing and graft and grift and you, you name it and it's going on. And instead of being run by the Constitution, we're run by corruption and cash because, quite frankly, that's really what what makes this go around for so many people. And when they get a lot of cash, then it's just influence. It's just money and it's that cronyism that keeps them going And because that's the currency in, in politics. So I think that's part of the issue is – our Congress are civilians. They're not held to this standard. While they've taken this oath, they can lie all they want. What's going to happen? All right? They're not even going to get censured in Congress, let alone fired. The only people that are firing people from Congress are we the people when we vote them out. Now, of course, they maybe can get expelled, but how often is that happening? Right, We've seen it time and time again. You've seen a federal judge that was impeached, right, Representative Hastings, and then he becomes a congressman. So, I mean... Again, that was the people's choice. They voted, they spoke, and he took his oath. But it, it shows you how a, either A, how forgiving society is, or B, how society doesn't really care all that much for certain things. Because maybe we don't have that fundamental understanding of how our government works and how they work for us and us not working for them. So that's that. Now, Mr. Producer, I, my blank screen is staring at me. What was the name of the other person? William, all right, William, let's go to William. I don't know where William's calling from because I can't see it, but William, what's going on, man? You're on with Rich Valdez. Mark Levin Show.
1: Hi, if you bear with me for for two comments. Um, The first comment I want to mention is about the Del Rio situation. Go for it. It just underscores how racist um, the administration is. Think about it. A couple weeks ago, it was okay to let all the illegal immigrants, they're like brown come across the border. But now you got people that are a little bit more darker, and all of a sudden we're sending them back to Haiti. And and I want to say, none of these people like swam from Haiti in little rickety rafts, you know, hundreds of miles to get it to Del Rio. These are the same people that were with all the other people in uh, Chile and Ecuador and all these other countries that are having issues, except they're a little bit darker. And so we're telling them, "Uh, no, thank you. Go back to Haiti.
2: Yeah, well, Well, it certainly begs the question uh, that we should ask. What's this based on? Is Haiti somehow enemy of the state? Uh, Because we're taking people from just about everywhere. We're like, hey, come on in, come on in. So, yeah, I get your point. It makes me think the same thing. What was your second point? The
1: the second point goes back to Miley. So, uh, I'm an officer, right? In the armed forces. I don't want to say where because, you know, I'm recognizable. But, Um, 11 years ago, I think, 2010, we had the same situation where General McChrystal, one of the most beloved battlefield Mm -hmm. commanders, um, his staff made a joke undermining President uh, Obama at the time on Rolling Stones. Yeah. They did an investigation, and they terminated him. You know, now we're talking 11 years forward, and, and we're not even talking about some guy that made jokes about the president. Like, he literally undermined the president's foreign policy. And it's kind of like, well, we don't want to investigate.
2: Yeah, listen, I think you're 100 percent right. This is one of those situations where we look at what's going on and we say, wow, General Milley. You, you, you've really messed things up here, and, and it seems like nobody cares. They're like, no, 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 it's okay. Everything's okay. And that's why we're going to get into some General Milley stuff as soon as we get back, because some people are saying he's been overstepping for a really long time, and he's like best friends with China himself. All right, I really appreciate you guys sticking with me. Hour number three is going to blow you away. We've got a lot of stuff. It's really, really... Uh, uh, this is a show on steroids, three hours live and direct across all of America. And again... The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like you to do nothing. So listen to this and go do something. I'm Rich Valdez. This is America.
1: This is America.